This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We're your top eight. Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be a little spicy, perhaps a little peppery, perhaps a little bitter, acidic even, but at the end of the day, hopefully sweet. Hi! Hello. So it, today we are talking about Love After Lockup, season four, episode 32, marriage and release. I guess it was supposed to be like catch and release. Oh, so. I thought it was married at release. Okay, great. It could be either um, one. Like married, at first, <laughs> like married at first sight, married at release. Oh, you know what? There was just so much that, that could have happened. And so, you know, at and starts with an A. Yeah, it's just also like an awkward kind of title. It's like, you know, so it's not the best English. So, yeah, they really. The pun is really, not. The yeah. pun is bad. It's a bad pun. They phoned that one in, you know, obviously. Great. We got to the bottom of it, everyone. Um, so, yeah, let's let's jump right in. I'm, I'm loving this season. And Ashley and Trev, Trevor, Travis, they don't. They don't disappoint. Okay, so uh, first couple that we are talking about, let's just get it out of the way. Let's talk about Gabby and her ugly ass man. Oh my God. I mean, they're really milking this whole situation with like the car ride and everything. Like this feels so fake to me. If you really hated each other so much, you would not drive together. You know, I just really don't think it would be like such a thing. Like, and I don't believe the, the simple explanation that the sister feels like she's driving with her just because he it's half of his car like doesn't make any sense it doesn't and also chris reveals that when he got the money he gave his parent mother half and he gave gabby half that's what he said so now this entire time we have been told and not only this season but the prior season that he gave his money to gabby and that his sister and mother are like low-key kind of upset that she had access to any of the money. And we never talked about the money that he gave to them. And you would think based on the way that they feel like they could control some of the things that were purchased with the money that he gave Gabby. It's weird that they're like, Oh, well, this is our car. And my thought is then did y'all not buy yourself a car? You should have bought yourself a car. If that's what you, if that's what you truly desired. I mean, I know what the sister bought, you know what I'm saying? Like something that she knows she's spending a lot of money on that, you know, like, um, yes. so but, many blunts and joints, but Gabby also bought a lot of filler for those lips. So basically, you know, she, at first, like Gabby's going to call the cops on them to try and get him out of the car, but then she doesn't want to call the cops and whatever. And then like, she like tries to talk to a security car. The, guy, the guy's like, don't bother fucking me. Like, I'm not going to be here for this bullshit. So then don't they don't bother like, fucking me. Is that what you just said? No, don't bother, you know, me fucking oh. me. So, you know, I, I get what you're saying. Don't fucking bother me. I should have put the fucking in a different way. And that's my fault. And as awkwardly, <laughs> I titled the, as the title of this episode, as awkward as that sentence was for me. So married at release, don't, you know, bother fucking me. So, um, 
basically all of them get in the car and they get there, but he's already out. Like most people get there and the people like wait, but like, no, they're there. And he's just been waiting outside because, you know, they had to get the rest of that continental breakfast, honey. They're so late and they were just so rude about it. If I were him, I would have been livid. There was this really funny meme that I put up on Instagram that was like me six minutes after the someone said they were five minutes away and I'm like I'm ready to get into my pajamas it's so it's just so funny yeah so they definitely did not get there on time and then 15 minutes late he calls and he's like where are you guys at and she's like I'm almost there in three minutes and they're so giddy and weirdly excited to see him yet they couldn't be bothered to leave on time it's just so interesting to me Gavin calls them pigs in a blanket, which I can't believe, like, how truly, like, this is why I'm like, I can't believe how truly disrespectful to this man's family that you'd be on national television. His mother, like, is like, I'm going to hug him first, like, F these bitches. Like, at one point, she jumps on him when they get there. and The mother thinks that she's been locked in the car, which also, like, LOL, that, like, Gabby would be, like, parental lock, literally parental lock on this mom, honey. Just, like, lock that mom in. Like, she's not getting to her son, which is, like, literally and figuratively what Gabby wants to do. You know, it is just it's so interesting. She calls them pigs in a blanket. Then she calls them trolls or she calls them trolls first. And it's just like, you yeah. know, they're going to see this. <laughs> also, like Gabby acts like that sister won't beat her ass. I wish it would happen, though. Why won't yeah. why won't she knock a pussy out? You know, why won't she knock no. her pussy ass out? I don't know. Yeah. But she she doesn't do it. So they get there and Gabby's disgusting. She's no, disgusting. I can't. So I you know I know what you're referencing. So so basically, so he comes out and he has to change or like at an Amtrak train bathroom. Okay, Greyhound. Greyhound. Sorry, I said Amtrak, but you know, thank you, thank you for making that. Amtrak's a train. Greyhound's a bus. Thank you. So my love. So she gives him some clothes and he like goes in the bathroom. Like by the way, this whole time he's been like, I bet you, I hope your vagina is nice. You know what I'm saying? Which she obviously did put time and effort in her vagina but my other part of it is like also like what do you want from this woman like that she has one so like you should be happy his he's like she's hot gabby's hot he's obsessed with her hair he kind of he like he sees her and is like hey gabby like immediately pulls gabby's hair in such a way i was like this is all of it's weird but basically yeah he gets in the bathroom to change and then like they are shooting gabby out of the bathroom and she looks like a mouse with the biggest piece of cheese in her mouth and honey she cannot help it while she runs back in that bathroom. And it smells, Chris. It yes. smells. It's yes. It smells with okay. This is what it's like. You know how there's that urinal urinal smell that is a of you know urine, but also then the weird like chemical they put on top, but it's not enough, so it smells of all of that. Yeah, it's it's bad. It smells, and she's like, okay, bye. And she like ditches the camera to run inside the men's restroom, and then gets inside the stall with him. And then she says that she took a long time to pick something up, but the feet that we see is like him trying to adjust to her height and like get his penis in her obviously not wet vagina because she just like he he says, oh yeah, you better be wet. And I'm like, if this were like consensual like sane like a sex situation i could see him saying all these things and then having it be like somewhat sexy for her but this man has been in prison for six years he just got out he just finished doing a six-year bid and he says that some of that time 270 days in the total he was in solitary confinement he was in the shoe he was in the box so like this is a whole new world like how dare you come out and have any like 
asks. You should just be happy to smell the free air. And he's going to first just start off with all this misogyny. And then when he talks in his confessional where he looks like a reptile and a bottom feeder, like crustacean sea dweller. Yeah. Like that is what that person looks like. And listen, I, I said this in my, in on my, on my channel, just call me Wah on YouTube. And um, yeah, I, I don't like to disparage black people, especially black women, but that boy looked like his mama. That's all I'm saying. <gasps> he does. He has the same face, but his mom is prettier. His mom is a more attractive person than he is. So, I mean, but I, I mean, I don't do not the wig colors. They, she, I, there's no hope. There's no help. There's you. I don't want to talk any. She's yeah. terrible. Uh, and so anyways, <laughs> so I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing. Uh, I love that he's yeah he's like yeah you're 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 you know you better be wet to Gabby and like mind you we've just seen Gabby like yell all morning long and sit in a car with like two women she supposedly hates like what is she, how from what from just like I mean he can't even pick her up you know he tries to pick her up so like why would she be wet and they're like in this bathroom so yeah I hate every moment of it and I think it's so gross like really juxtaposed by the way with Justine and Michael and how they decided to like throw things down like they're really going to be the angel couple of this anyway yeah I mean yes so Chris has a lot of things he doesn't say anything about her face but they do get married right away and <laughs> love and, is patient not at all i guess not yeah. not patient for this wedding honey happens immediately but then we learn why which is basically they're trying to scoot around the fact that he would have to go live with immediate family members and that would be like his mom and the sister and she doesn't want him to and so she's like immediate family members is me your wife like nah. you know that's why she's doing it right yeah so that she can parole at her house the house, the apartment that she got for them and the car that, you know, so she's doing all this for them and she's trying to fulfill on her oath. And um, so they get married on the side of a building by the courthouse after. Now, listen, do you call like fake fraud when they have the soundbite of the security guard yeah. being like, y'all not doing this in here? No, not today. Yes, but I also call fake fraud on the preacher being like, does anyone here object? And the mom and sister being like, right there. You know what I'm saying? And no, they're not right there. They're sitting in the car. And he's like, oh, man, they weren't here to witness it. It's just like, that. that's fucking fake. Yeah. That's fraud. I mean, I feel like, did the producers, was a the producer their witness? Is that who was the witness? Because otherwise the sister and mother were there or if they weren't there, that was wild. So they're in the car talking about where are they at? We don't even know where they at. Like they just, I, don't, I, I just, part of me feels bad for the situation. Cause to me, it feels like they're happy he's out, but also like, mm. you know, like they don't to me seem like a mother and sister who, are are so excited that their son who actually paid for some of their life after getting beat up in prison is out they're not checking for him i would have immediately checked for him like i don't care if they're having sex i would have checked for him and been like where is he what like what's going on like why why are, why are we just sitting in this car because you know they sat in the car for 45 minutes for those of you out there you know that anytime they film anything it takes a minute to film it they have to get the lighting right. They have to make sure that all the everybody's mic'd and sound checked. Like these are not just spontaneous scenes where you know the 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 cast members are just randomly being taped, like as they're living their reality TV life. No, this was this was on a um, what's that kind of board that they uh, 
a scene board storyboard storyboard this was on a storyboard somewhere where they're like this is how we're going to do the wedding scene and this is what we're going to do this is how we're going to pan back and forth between those two sitting in the car and them you know with this officiant on the at the side of a courthouse so it's just really stupid and he's really ugly and um that's it next <laughs> thank you next no, i mean yeah uh, i don't i don't know i don't know what to tell you but i will say one thing what he never <laughs> mentioned her lips were you kind of waiting for, because i remember like the whole thing was like oh once he comes out and sees those lips he's gonna be like real upset but like he never mentions the lips i don't think that he really knows what she looks like i think he might be like oh you know because i don't know if she's she's visited him i'm sure but you know it's not enough in this moment i mean he's probably overwhelmed with the cameras like you know there's a lot going on okay he's looking <laughs> at hair anyway so monique and Derek. yeah oh, the fact that she also has teeth oh yeah and whenever anyone says oh my god it's so great she has all her teeth i just don't know that many people who don't have all their I teeth know. so it's weird that and, and even like like it's not like it's not like all of my family are wealthy or well-to-do or like have had dental their entire life like i definitely have family who but they they got all they got they all got their teeth so I'm always slightly confused when they're making it seem like one of the signs of poverty is like, you know, no teeth. And I'm like, that's not, not some everybody's poverty. It life. is interesting though, though. It is interesting that, yeah, like I can see like having, I don't, yeah, it is, it is. His sister has all her teeth. The mother has all her teeth. So I, so I was like, it's weird that you're, you count that as like a, yeah, because it could be said like my gap, you know, that fact that my teeth aren't straight, like there's this, I guess, I don't know. It could be said like, oh, you know, she, she was poor. She didn't close that gap. It was a choice. I didn't want to. Anyways, let's move on to Monique and Derek. Speaking Ooh. of another sister who didn't close her gap. Hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, in this episode of them, she, we have her at home, like doing something, girl. And then she calls her sister and she's like, where you at? And the sister's like driving and hangs up, right? Because Monique is preparing for her sister to come so that they could road trip to Ohio to get Derek. And um, we see a couple of things. We see an outline of Derek's penis. I didn't get it. Okay. I, look, I looked at it a couple of times and I did not quite understand what this was supposed to be. Like she says what it is. I don't see a peeny. I don't understand how big it's supposed to be. When she says outline, did he just draw two dashes no it was blotted out it was blurred out so it's like he he put his i guess hard oh, penis okay. on a piece of paper and then drew the outline of it so, oh, shit. sorry mm -hmm. but like you know how like when you when you were a kid and it was like thanksgiving did you do like hand um mm -hmm. turkeys yes so is, are you saying that's kind of like what it is like yep. you put your hand down and he just traces his peeny and just to be like this is what it looks like you know like now you have a visual representation yep that's and do you think did. that he added? Do you think that he like drew outside the lines? Or did um, he do, like, I mean, do you, are you asking me if I think that he drew in some veins and like shaded it in? No, I would say, did you oh. did he over exaggerate the length of it and width of it? I mean, I think that when you when you do your hand, it is an over exaggeration of it. So naturally, it has to be like the that shape is not really as the like. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you know. Well, okay, then going back to your other question, do you think that he shaded in, in veins and stuff? I mean, I would love for him to have because if somebody were to just send me an outline of their penis, I'd have been like, that doesn't tell me anything. I need to, I need for you to give me some um, artistic skill 
and provide some details, some relief. I, I want to know what's happening. <sighs> anyway, so she seemed happy with it. She, you know, they have a disgusting relationship completely. And I mean, like in every way, this couple is is a certain um, everything they say is just everything of every detail is cringy uh every moment you know like but here we're gonna here we go so like you know this is this is they're like the opposite of justine and michael you know what i'm saying like there are everyone is on the spectrum of like mm, you know judgmental subjective good or bad but this couple like is not together right in this moment no way no how and like this couple is like in every way in every way not for each other not agreeable so um yeah she she and her sister are driving and then he calls and we get this knowledge that why are you looking at me like that no can we talk about the cameras oh go ahead yes that she is planning on oh, putting yeah. around his mother's home his yeah. grandmother's home how this is a producer fed like situation because chris how do you walk into i want you to imagine a scenario everyone close your eyes those of you it's not free for driving if you're listening to this while driving don't close your eyes no, not at all. Um, but if you're listening to this while cooking um no, you can't no, close your eyes no but like only if you're not over like an open flame or, or and or frying something or you know, chopping. listen close your eyes okay choose whether or not it's dangerous or not Just don't, okay. and i want you to imagine walking into a house that you've never been in right Mm-hmm. a house that has knickknacks and tchotchkes all abound right Ooh, okay okay and you have cameras uh-huh um we don't know what kind of cameras you have but you have Three a plan cameras. okay of like just kind of surreptitiously adding them to different places around this home that you have never been in i know every nook and cranny of my space i can't oh you can open your eyes now you can open your eyes oh, okay uh, i cannot imagine walk like somebody going through my house dropping things and then me not noticing that there is something random on the shelf that i've never seen before in my life oh i completely agree but i think that this woman is buff fucking nanas and she probably has like a lot of hoarders at her home in her in her family i feel like there's probably hoarders i feel like i can see that like if she's not one or whatever like and so i can see her think i have aunts or grandmas that are hoarders and like they don't know what's in their home and i can just hide something behind a figurine honey and like uh, there's a new old newspaper pack over there and they won't see not nothing you know like that's what i feel like i mean you know I, there is a certain amount of a uh, 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 disordered thinking with her in a lot of ways i feel like that we see so i mean she, she she's mildly scary to watch like her, her talk about the way that she thinks yeah i don't know how to say it you know like when she says things everything is like oh my god like i couldn't be friends with her if i heard her like she seems bananas like her sister you know like her sister also ha- reminds me in the face a little bit like Tiffany Pollard, a little bit. I wish I put it. Oh, I haven't been. I haven't stared at her that much to know. Oh, I've been staring. Um. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, they get in the car after she tells her sister this wild ass story. And yeah. then they drive there and he calls and the sister's yeah. already annoyed because she's like, damn, this man is going to call you every moment. And I feel the same way. I'm like, you, you're getting out in less than 24 hours. You don't need to call me for the next 24 hours. Like, we'll, I'll see you when I see you. Um, he calls and the, this is where I find Monique to be very annoying as a old, as an older woman, because she has sown the seeds of dissent between mm-hmm. these two people mm-hmm. 
And that leads me to believe that she is somebody who really cannot live without drama. Mm-hmm. If there is not some kind of chaos or stress or strife around her or because of her or in her orbit, she doesn't know how to exist because everyone knows once you leave high school or even, you know, college or your early twenties, that if you want two people in your life to like and respect each other, you have to hide their faults from each other. Mm -hmm. So you cannot vent to your best friend about your trifling ass boyfriend and then bring that trifling ass boyfriend around your best friend. You cannot tell your sister that some idiot in prison doesn't like her because she tries to get you to go out. And then what you also shouldn't do is have a moment where you allow them to fight in front of you for much longer than necessary. And then you're, then you say, okay, you two, like you love it. You love it. You're just like a pig and shit. Do you fucking are just like wallowing in this excitement of people fighting over around you or about you. Yeah. She, I mean, I don't know about Monique's life, honey. I can't understand it because the next scene even takes me out even further. So they get to the hotel. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, they start unpacking and her sister's there and she starts unpacking like all these gifts that she bought for Derek. And they're like, I mean, they're like my like Christmas dreams come true. It's like a Burberry this and like Fendi that and like joggers here and like Air Force Ones there. It's just, she just went up and down like the gamut of like luxuries items that this, I, I mean, one of those things, one $700 pair of pants is a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, like how 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 all all four at once like how all four at once and it and it's also just so wildly <sighs> there's a lot of things i want to say are they fake they are like were some things fake I'm a- i don't know okay i i don't know because the minute you buy a pair of joggers that are 750 dollars to me you have lost your absolute mind like if you spend a lot of money on a pair of jeans that fits you really well, okay, I'll give you $1,200 jeans. I, I won't hold anybody back. But this person spent the last six years in prison. When they get out, you need to go to Walmart and get them clothes. Like, and I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's like deserving or because of what he's done. But what is his interpersonal style? Why are we investing so much in $1,100 jeans for somebody when they don't even have a job? They don't even, they don't have anything to wear said jeans to. They don't have, they're not traversing in like whatever kind of circles. They don't need that. I mean, you can spend $100 on jeans and that's still a lot because, you know, jeans can cost like $50 to $70. So if you wanted to spend $200 on jeans, I wouldn't hold you. But $1,100 on jeans? You're a fool. And then to find out that she has not given her nephew anything really just sent me. Like, I can see you not buying your sister something because you're just like, whatever, we don't do that for each other. But your nephew, and it was just his birthday, and you didn't buy your nephew anything for his birthday? Your priorities are wildly out of whack, and you're not to be trusted. 
I feel like if the sister also like, yeah, where, I mean, the sister had to give up time to make this foolish journey, like, you know, and get someone to like, what, take care of the kid, you know, like, yeah, your own nephew, that's, that's trashy to me. Like, because that feels like you should be an aunt. Like if you have discretionary income, this is like a baby that you've watched grown up. Like this man that whoever you're spending all of this money on, like, you don't even know, you know, like it really just, unfortunately it, it, I just, it really speaks to what feels like a pronounced insecurity and then you doing the absolute most to ensure an, a, a layer of devotion, you know, like because the, the garments aren't even special. Like the, I don't know. I just being in retail, like some, some pieces are special. And when you purchase a special piece, you know it. You, you The salesperson is like, hey, this was made here. This was made with this type of denim. This was made with this type of silk. This was made with this. It was sourced here. Like you get all that information and you understand why you're paying that much. But then you have certain brands who are just like, I'm this brand. I can sell this item for this amount of money. And so I do. And it comes from the same Chinese factory as The Gap. Like that is just what... And so that's the part that makes me mad. It's not like she went to like and got some like really bespoke special items. Like, yes, Burberry is great, but Burberry just got them joggers from somewhere and slapped the, that thing on the side to, to indicate that it's Burberry. You're, like, you're not buying a special Burberry piece. She didn't buy anything special from these retailers in order to, and then didn't buy the her nephew anything. It's just like, it's just wild to me. You spend $1,100 on jeans, but you can't spend $100 yeah. on some toys from Target. Like $60 that's, or yeah. $60 worth of toys for a kid yeah. at Target. It's actually like a pretty good ass toy. And I also just feel like, again, is your sister driving you on the road trip to be with you during this? Like, and no offense, maybe for something that could be like emotionally hard to, or devastating per, per chance. Like, I mean, I'm just talking around the board, the, the, the responsibility you have to your family. I just, and to also rub your, in your sister's face as you unpack all this stuff, it's person you're mad. It's just, it I just mean, wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. Oh my God. So anyways, that's, that's all I have to say about that. Um, but then we do see that he's like, he can be bossy. Um, and she's like, I'm okay with him being bossy, but I need to like surreptitiously control him by controlling his phone. And this is where I'm like, you are a wild person because this is manipulative. This like he, no one deserves for someone to, I guess, give the illusion of freedom when you're truly planning on just like being in his way. I just feel like that's what I feel like she's not even going to be supportive of him in the way she needs to. I feel like she's going to be like, well, you can't work that job because that job makes you not come home to me enough. Yeah, you're right. She's going to be one of those people. She may even be like an Angela where she's like, you don't need to work. You just stay home. I think that she will. I think that she would think that at any time that he would cheat on her and, you know, like that she would have to, she think that she would run her mind thinking that he's going to cheat on her, which obviously we've already think that because A, she wants to put cameras everywhere and B, she did the thing that you and I did to our dads, which is not tell our dads and then put their find my friends uh, app, you know, share my location with us. Was I not supposed to say that, Wa? You did it, you did Wah, we did that. Wah. I mean he doesn't listen to my podcast but like well now you can check because if he if he finds out if he tells you that he found out this is his little easter egg he would be so upset with me here's the thing it's because you love him it's because it's why i did it to my dad's because because we love them so much and your dad knows you have it 
Okay, we'll edit, edit this out. But <laughs> okay, so but Patreon knows. Uh, we've already discussed this. It'll be like, but okay, God bless. But that is something that we both did. Anyway, edit it. Okay, moving on. So um, yeah, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but I'm just going to go ahead and put my money on bad, bad, and horrible. <laughs> you know, $10,000 on bad, bad, bad. You know, like um <clears throat> uh also at one point she's sitting in the car with her sister and uh whatever shoes her leggings are just completely see-through you know like and i kind of want to be like is sister gonna ever tell her those leggings are see-through or is her sister someone that picks her own battles or picks <laughs> battles, you know how are the uh, sister i pick the battles yeah listen i drove here you didn't buy my son nothing you can just walk around with your with your fucking ass out. i don't care mm-hmm. um let's move on to a new couple alert because they're short so like whoa whoa new couple alert new couple alert that's my that's my whoa 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 I don't know. I, I can't like it. I don't think I like it. I don't know about that one. Let's go back to the drawing board. I, I don't even know what I don't even understand what accent it was supposed to be. Like it found an I don't know. Well, you could do better too, also. You know that. I'm not telling you a thing you don't know. Um, okay, look at these. Look at okay. So first of all, let's start. She's gorgeous. Okay. She's so pretty. She's so gorgeous. I think she's gorgeous okay and he reminds me of a character from like 90s movies like he could be a character from a 90s he's very like he could there's something actory about him you know what you know him from you know him from friday he's like the crackhead who's like ah my back my neck and my back craig like he's he's that he's the he's that intro crackhead yes he he's very but like Yes, he has an on-screen presence that it like automatically makes you feel like you're watching a movie. Like a, this is a actor. I mean, he's the rapper and he's a very charismatic individual. Um, the only problem with him is that he's gonna go back to prison. Like he's oh. he's gonna he will go back to prison. So she says the one thing I will not play about is my daughter and my man. She mm-hmm. acts like she's alone in this. Like I hate when people like say things as though they're the only person who is like this but in truth everyone every most 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 people are like this most people are really into their children and most people are really into their partners so like she's she's like yeah one thing i don't play about is not like my money or my time it's my daughter and my man i mean i will like cut you and then leave you bleeding and not try to help you kind of care and i'm like most most mothers um tend to have this that in them when they have children because they have to take like like a mama bear like they have to, they have to take care of their children so a, a lot of women don't play when it comes around their kids yeah i feel like i wish that there was like an add-on where she was like one thing i don't play with is my daughter or my man but I do have this fucking cat that is dumb. So I mean, like, I'm gonna take the cat. I don't care. This cat, like, if I never see the cat again, that's okay. If the cat comes back, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, it begs. What are you somewhat uh, mad about? Yeah, um, yeah. She, so uh, she describes Cameron. Okay, so the way that she met Cameron is that I think that she like heard his music perhaps on YouTube first, and then like found his name, and then found him on facebook and then she says that she slid into his dms but she means her like facebook messages and then he like started writing back and they just like jumping back and forth and they're like hot 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 right away she describes him as like her crazy nerdy bf because he loves dragon ball z which makes me love him 
yeah that was uh wa loves anime so like you know if you can just like kind of give her a little anime flavor to like the entertainment landscape that you enjoy you'll get her you know but dragon ball z did you specifically watch wa yeah so i don't like i wouldn't say that i love anime okay i would say that in the 90s when we had all of our regular ass cartoons mm-hmm. i was always kind of into animation that i now as an adult recognize was more anime than anything like transformers or um which is like the earlier version of it but then you got like sailor moon and dragon ball z which were also cartoons i don't remember what network they came out but they were different so like some of that work cartoon network i think oh did it so like I was able to look at them and be like, hey, this is different. And this is obviously not in English, too, because the words never matched up. It was kind of like Rita from Power Rangers. Like, I knew that Power Rangers wasn't, like, American or, like, anything with English because of whenever Rita would have, she was the bad guy, whenever she would, like, speak, it would be like, and then those crazy going to go Power Rangers. Like, and she would (laughs) say it different. So... And like, we never saw the power, like when they were in their costumes, it was always just like, right? So like Power Rangers, if it was, it was not an, it didn't start off as American. And so like all of the bad guys and the, when the Rangers were in their costumes, none of that was in English. And then the English version is when they would be out of their costumes and we'd see them for a little bit talking to each other. And then there was American actors. So I was always hyper aware of that. So that being said, I've always been kind of on the alternative of like what's different, but now that like anime and manga has become a whole thing, I've tried to get into it and I just can't. I do what little I can with like the last airbender but like when I try to watch the ones that everybody loves, I'm just like, I can't, I can't with the sounds. You know, like, I don't know if you, the, uh, those that in the audience, you know, when you watch anime and it's like a woman and she's like, huh, 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 huh. I hate it. I hate, I hate the way women are like, Oni-chan. Oh, but I don't, I hate it. I hate the way women are portrayed as like kind of weak or, or like kind of wild and crazy. It's just weird. Like one piece, I tried to watch it. Cowboy Bebop. I tried to watch it. Whatever the ones with the vampire and the thing in her mouth. I tried to watch it. Like, I just, am like, what is happening? Too much breathing is happening. It's like, (sighs) I hate those sound effects. Anyways. There's oh, it sounds like you love them. Okay, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he tells this wild story. So, okay, so he basically was like, so these are talking, and he's like, okay. <laughs> also, just so you know, my Loki got in a little trouble, just like a little weed trouble, no big deal, NBD. But I'm like, if you know, if things get pushed, come to shove, I'm just gonna like get some probation. It's gonna suck. She's like, okay, cool, just a little weed ish. But what happens, of course, is that he gets like convicted for years and gets like thrown in the jail, uh, <laughs> the, the the prison. So this is what he did. He was like low key, um, you know, drug smuggler. He would go to California, and then I don't know. If, so he made at first I was like, oh, he's like manning ships, but no, he just personally would go like I don't know on Southwest, who knows frontier, just to California, put weed somewhere on his person or i mean i'm like i'm thinking okay thinking of pre-11 pre-9-11 it's like it can't even be on your person you're going to go through a metal detector so Wait like you can't go pre-9-11 pre-9-11 was 20 years ago okay so i know so, <laughs> but like how did he okay yeah yeah i'm so old so, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, 9/11, most okay, things wait. 
So <laughs> it's on his. Okay, so the weed had to have been that he had to like pack it on his carry on. No, it was his check luggage. It was his, it was it was his check check on luggage. So he's so what happened is that he got sloppy, and that's what he said. He said, "I got sloppy, and I just was carry thirty pounds of marijuana in my carry on. I mean, in my check on my my check bag, and that the the people smelled it." <laughs> because he just fucking had it in there they smelled it and then when he landed they promptly arrested him like american airlines is like oh no you're not going to traffic on our plane we'll get you where you got to go but you'll be arrested once you get there now i don't know when he's like he gets sloppy like where was his neat work was it that he like usually has like you know it wrapped in tinfoil stuff in avino lotion bottles like we or like to do or coffee beans like maybe he maybe he did a situation where he would like line it with coffee beans so that the smell because 30 pounds of weed there is very little you could do to stop that smell yeah unless you freeze it or something yeah, I mean, like, as we know, checked luggage could only be about 52 pounds, which will come up later in the episode, don't you worry. But at, like, 30, if it's a big-ass bag, if in all, more than half is weed. I don't even understand what the other rest of it could be. It just has to be, like, styrofoam. Right, because, Chris, 30 pounds? Weed is not heavy. Yeah. So if you have 30 pounds of weed. It's a lot of weed. That's a lot. Like how much money of weed of that is that? Like that's why he was. That's why he went to prison because it's like it's like yeah, it's a little weed. And my little weed, ten million dollars worth of weed or whatever the hell it is. You know, is that what it is? I don't know. I have no idea. Like it depends on how much a pound of weed is. I mean, because like a gram, what is like? I don't know. I don't know what it is anymore. Okay. But back in the day, for an ounce, right? I mean, yes. Twelve ounces is a pound. Really, twelve ounces is a pound. Wait, 16 ounces a pound? I don't know. That feels like a little Five. bit. I feel like how many ounces, 16 ounces. How many okay. ounces are in a pound? Um I think 12 16 ounces. ounces. Yeah, yeah, 12 ounces right. are in a cup and 16 ounces are in a pound. So if it's a hundred a hundred a ounce, that's sixteen hundred a pound. Okay, so sixteen hundred a pound times thirty is what? Sixteen hundred a pound times thirty is forty fifty thousand dollars oh so te- less than 10 okay my my initial guess of 10 million horribly off horribly off. off off yeah, yeah yeah okay well either way that's what happened and when, okay so that's what happened and he <laughs> went away and she stood by him she has this daughter the daughter is so cute the daughter's like somewhat worried that like she has to share her mom's time with this man you know like the daughter is gorgeous as well because the mom keeps talking about it and that's another thing that made me mad about her yeah, is yeah, that yeah. the daughter is actively worried that she's going to be overshadowed by this man coming out of prison and i would feel the same way too if my mom if me as an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old, my mom kept telling me about this person in prison and like <laughs> hyping the whole thing up. And so I'm thinking like, oh shit, when this, my mom really likes this person and my mom is like smiling and stuff. She's going to tell her daughter that this Cameron makes her feel the same way she feels when she like had her daughter. And I go, oh, mm-hmm. oh no, this is danger zone. You cannot tell your child that your significant other is the same Mm-hmm. it's the same feeling no 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 oh, it shouldn't be the same feeling it should not be the same feeling and it feels like she wanted to not say it like i th- don't you feel like when she said because i watched the episode twice it feels like she she started to say it and then she like like it's kind of this way i feel about you 
Like it was like she yeah. recognized somewhat through it that she shouldn't say this out loud. <laughs> That's very astute. Yeah, it was like I was I think that in that moment I thought she was gonna be like it was love at first sight or something. Like she was kind of sitting getting to that point, but you know, but I don't know. I that that poor sweet girl. She at that time in this moment, she's buying a plant, honey, and she's gonna give the plant to Cameron as like this thing that is like welcome to halfway house. Like as you also like tend to yourself, also tend to this plant. You know, like you and this plant will grow. Like I think you know. So uh, it, it's a valuable effort in that situation. I mean, and the daughters. The name of the plant is after the daughters because the daughter is like fully invested into this man. And then she can't spend two, I mean, $200 on some plants for somebody else is a lot. <laughs> like, unless you're buying like some roses for somebody in their birthday, but 200, and then to be like, I have to check my account while you're at the register. I'm like, girl, what you do? Listen, listen, we're all <gasps> been there. But what you do is you check your account while you're shopping or before you enter. Like when you're in the car, you check your account to see how much you have to spend. And that, I mean, listen, it happens. I do it all the time. I'll be somewhere and I'm like, oh, I'm about to do this. And I'm like, oh, do I have money? Do I have money for this? So then I check my account, but like not at the register. And then she tells us that she's pulled out $10,000 out of her 401k. And I imagine it's because she believes that he's going to end up taking care of her. And so like, fuck this 401k because, you know, he is a rapper and a drug dealer. So he'll get back on his feet and he'll be able to take care of her, which is like all of our dreams. Right. However, this man um, gets caught and he um, he seems kind of silly. And I like it because I love the way he was talking about her sitting on his face. I was very, <laughs> I was very into that. And how he was even like describing like how he wanted to like do this down his lip and then he brought his lip back up. I said, Cameron, I love an animated man. Thank you for this. He is animated. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's a perfect way to describe him. He's character animated. He feels like a sketch comedian in his like delivery of things. I don't know. He's just like, he has a good voice. You know, he's obviously performer and he's buff nanas. Okay, let me talk about this. So she goes to pick him up. Now she's wearing a very cute like plaid uh, flannel. It varies like Miller's Outpost. Like I love it. You know, it's like 90s vibe. She, um, she always, and again, she always looks beautiful. She has like the most perfect baby hairs. You know, like they're like laid so lovely. And um, she's like driving to go pick him up. And he comes out, you know, of prison. And listen, this is like a banana situation. But one time my dad came out of jail because my dad was oh, arrested yeah. in Lebanon. Okay. And I hadn't seen him in 10 days. And when he came out of 10 days of prison, I had never seen my dad unshaven. And there was definitely not like this different story for a different time. And you can book me. And I'll tell you the story um, of like, there's no like shaving that happens in Lebanese prison or whatever. So Beirut prison. So like when I saw him, he looked crazy. I mean, gray and like beard and like, Oh my God, who the are you i mean he looked like unabomber in the middle of the woods honey like you know like because the man's hair grows really really thick so i mean i have this moment where she sees cameron and he like his hair is long way longer than what she saw him and just kind of like in a fro you know in such a way because he's been in prison and he, he hasn't i'll tell you one thing he's been doing is tatting himself up and definitely not like going well they don't have haircuts i actually wonder do they do they sometimes get to have haircuts like in the sense like is is your option just to go to the prison barber and just get it shaved off i think i mean i don't know because i've never i don't know but yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. i think that there are options for that should you want them but he probably didn't want to i mean the other option is that he lets him another man braid his hair 
So yeah, I, I, when Michael I, came out, Michael had beautiful hair. I'm like, I'm, everything is always going to be like, well, Justin and Michael and Michael yeah. and Justin. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Justin can, I mean, Justine, Justine and Michael and Michael can pay for Justine and just and Michael's hair is, was that Michael came out with a you keyboard. Know you remember, you remember Michael with Megan, not Markle and Sarah. Yes. Um, so one of the things that I always went online was like, was like, who does Michael's hair? Because his braids are intricate when he's in prison. He'd be sitting between a man's leg and let him do like, there's all that shit. Right. And like, somebody was like, and then it came out that Michael did his own braids. <laughs> and so I'm just like, you know, so anytime a man, listen, anytime a man has been in prison for longer than X amount of time. And I, you know, sometimes I say 10 years, other times I say five, I feel like you've, you've gotten your dick sucked by a man. You've done something you have you you have your head your head's been between a man's legs because you've gotten your hair braided and you had to trade something for it, or you have <laughs> you've had sex somehow. You've not just been sitting there not having sex, like somebody has given you a something. Is there you know? such, is there just such such a thing as like just like a real subtle like you don't have to like turn your face around, but if you're gonna get your hair braided, you can kind of just like move your head back and forth and kind of give like instead of like a lap dance, it's kind of well, it's like a lap dance that's like involving the back of your head, like a weird head head job head. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Okay. Well, it again. That, no, I don't know. Should I? <laughs> I think the people understood what I was saying, and they're and they're not happy that I even went there. Because so. you, and you're asking this because you've never had your hair braided. No, but I'm saying like, you know, yeah, listen, if you had to lay between a man's legs and get your hair braided, you had to give him something. Could you give him a little head job where you just kind of oh, massage your head? With, yes, where you don't have to like turn around and give him anything with your mouth, but you're like, well, your head's there. And, you know, what if you just kind of like move it around a little bit and just like, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so, so we can move on. Um, that's it about them, right? But yeah, basically, he just is like, oh, I was one of the wildest bees in the hive. And yeah, he just like 14 times in a matter of what felt like 10 seconds mentions her sitting on his face. <laughs> like, yeah, then, of course, like how it's supposed to happen, like Wall said, but just like it's, you know, because it's also interesting because it's like it isn't like I can't wait to get you home and like, you know, like get, you know, there's like different ways to say it, like bone or just like, you know, like getting that booty or like feel on your booty or like whatever you want to say, like getting that ass, you know, like he's very specific. Yeah. He's like, this is what I would enjoy for you to sit on my face. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's like, I love, I love the thrill of being a criminal. So again, who knows what is in their future? All right, let's move on. Uh, next couple, let's talk about Justine and Mike. Let's just get a little breath of fresh air, like a little less crazy. Um, again, we have better pictures of the both of them, like this picture of him. Ooh, hot. Go. Oh, so, um, so we're starting off with Justine and Mike. So her son gets home and Mike gives him the biggest and the best hug. It is so wonderful to see him, ha like just see him be the man that he says that he is. Like where he talks about like really loving kids and he says, hey, babe, how you doing, baby? And gives him a hug. And then we're like, okay, it's been three years. It has been three years since Justine started talking to Mike. Let's say that that son is 13 or 12 years old. So that son has known about Mike and his mother's life for at least since he was nine, 10 years old. And that's a really pivotal place, I think, to be, to get to know him. 
And so then we have a scene where Mike and them order a pizza from Pizza Hut, which is my favorite pizza. And <laughs> Mike is wearing orange and so is Justine. It's like they wanted to match. And Mike goes to the door and he, you know, gets the pizza from the lady and he's like, babe, you don't have to tip or nothing. And she's like, it's all done through the app. And that's what I'm talking about, guys. Like technology has zoomed by now. I don't know if DoorDash was around five years ago. I don't know how they ordered that pizza, but it's just so interesting whenever I have, whenever there's, whenever there's a gap in technology when it comes to these people. Could you only imagine? We haven't even gotten to Travis. Travis went into prison in like 2009. What was even life like in 2009? But anyways, let's get back to Justine and Mike. So I want to say something. Do you like Domino's or Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut. It's the best. Oh, the best? Yeah. Now, I like the fact that Domino's has that Domino's tracker. And I wanted to be like, I wonder what Michael would have thought if he saw the Domino's pizza tracker in usage. You get to see when, like, your pizza first lands, when it's being, when the dough is being rised. I mean, it's all this craziness. I don't know. I was really happy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, no. So I... I really, really liked Mike's first day. I really liked it. Sometimes these folks' first days don't be this way. Um, but this was really great. So then the other boy gets home and he runs up and hugs that boy. Aww. And then, um, you know, he's like, I love that he tells him, like, be good with the babysitter because you represent us. And I said, thank you. That's exactly what, it, that's all it is. That's exactly true. Um, and then I just, I just, ugh, I love him. And I'm going to be so sad if something crazy happens to make me not love him. I uh, completely agree. So basically we're like, look, we want the kids to see them, but we also like need some alone time. We just have to have so many kids. So we're just going to like go get a hotel room. We have a babysitter coming over and then like an older kid or I don't know, someone else coming over after that. God bless her daughter. Okay. So they get in their matching sweatsuits <laughs> and under layer shirt that's orange or something. I'm not quite sure. And they go to their hotel and they check in this hotel. And I'm going to tell you right now. Yes. She somehow sets it up that there's like welcome home balloons on a big ass bed. But then, honey, it pans over to their bathtub. And Juan, I gasped because it was a huge, <laughs> huge, 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 huge bathtub. And we love it so much. And I, I wanted to cry. And they are the perfect couple. And I love them so much. Mm-hmm. And she like they, this whole time they've been like, look, we of course we want a bone. Like, have you seen First of all, have you seen him and have you seen me? And I think she's so hot and I think he's so hot. They, they are so hot. They want to bone so bad. But you know what they're not fucking doing? They're not boning in disgusting bathrooms with like horrible smells when people are about the universe. That's what they're not doing. They have class because they do things that represent themselves, honey. They care about themselves. So they're like, we're going to shower. We're <clears throat> Pardon me. I get really upset. We're going to shower. We're going to like get ready, honey. We're going to like take a sensual bath we've been waiting to consummate our marriage by the way when they said that i just want to make sure so you're saying Wam, that they have not boned or are you saying they haven't boned since they've gotten married i didn't say any of those things but if you're asking me <laughs> yeah I know. If you're asking me, <laughs> the truth is, no they haven't so they got into the water uh into the shower and she says listen i'm not saying that mike doesn't look good at having hot water cascade cascading over his body but she said that Mike didn't want things to be rushed. Like he really wanted to take their time for their first time. And I said, thank you. Like, I mean, now, now I'm not saying people who don't like Justine and what I'm not Justine, Gabby and Chris are discussing because it was in a public bathroom, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have faulted Justine and Michael for having sex in that shower right then and there. But he does know he's going to, 
he knows he's going to come fast. So he's like, let me just like, hold off. Let me wait. I want this to be super special. And so he like waits through the getting the kids and you know, the oldest son is a little territorial they, that um, Justine might think they get to the hotel and you know, it's just, it's just beautiful. I mean, it really is like everything about it was beautiful except for the last, last frame. So they're on the bed and they're about to kiss and we think we're going to get the obligatory like, hey, you guys got to get out of here scene. And we don't get that. We get a nice kiss. Look at this. Look how beautiful they look. Look how just like in love and into each other they look in this moment. And then it pans down and we see a shot of Justine's toesies just bare on that comforting carpet floor. And I just, guys, get you some hotel shoes. That's it. Get don't not even, don't just get you some hotel shoes. If I was to be overly critical, which you know I don't want to be, but I would also say Justine could have used because there was a shot of this like barrette in her hair, just like a tad little tiny bit of like dry shampoo. I think on those like those roots. Okay, so I also kind of thought that she would be wearing negligee, but I think when she turned, I didn't know that her like sexy tie outfit was like a pink furry robe, but that's what it is and he's happy about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm happy for them. I'm happy for their sex. I want them to have hot sex for the rest of their lives and um, I appreciate them like, I feel like they're like aspirational you know, in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, let's get to our last couple. That is going to be my favorite couple. I mean, just they just i mean ashley is a such a crazy person ashley and travis um so travis and ashley so travis calls while she's at work and she's like oh my god you always call when i'm so busy i'm like bitch don't answer but anyways so she answers the phone and we find out that her job is her life her life is her job and she's like super into it and i want to know exactly what she does because like if if all i had to do was buy and sell jewelry and it was relatively easy I might be super into it too. So it looks like she goes to flea markets and estate sales and she just buys jewelry from people. And I, maybe I don't understand what a flea market is, but I didn't know that one could go in there and just buy like expensive ass jewelry, but she does. And also she tells us that she keeps her jewelry on her because in case somebody wants to break into her home and steal it. And I think, oh, so you would rather get beat up for your jewelry? Like you'd rather have them fuck your face up than just like buy a safe? In my mind, I was like, she has to have guns. She's she she's carrying guns, right? Like my mind, I was like, this woman's concealing. I mean, if this woman is concealing, like I honestly think that she is on some sort of like life medication. Like she is drunk. I think that this woman is absolute. I think this woman is on alcohol. I think her thing is alcohol. Okay, there's something about her. She just like I'm like you are you are unwell, Mm -hmm. um, but functioning somehow. Yeah, Um, and so. So she goes to her, her vendor slash friends, which is always suspect when someone you do business with is one of your best friends, uh, couple. And, uh, we find out that she spent 25 to 30 K from them. A month. And that, oh, is it a month? A month. She's the biggest, probably. Yes. I think that, I don't know. How can she do that? Or like how expensive their jewelry is, but she obviously has a vast knowledge of, textiles stones you know materials where she can either just like make decisions on the fly of what can sell and what is needed right i'm assuming that's her you know skill and then having the relationships with other workmen to be able to turn things into things maybe that's why having a male jeweler would be somewhat 
I don't know. Great for her. Anyway. Advantageous. I mean, she's she already told Travis that he's going to be her employee and they're going to work together, which feels like mistake number seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so she tells her really good friends because she has to and because like it's time and she starts to cry before she can even get it out. And they're just like looking at her. And this man is actually smiling because he's on camera, I think. Um, but the friend is like, what? She's like, well, you know, I told you I have this guy named Travis that I have to pick up. Well, I'm picking him up from prison um he didn't do anything bad like rape or murder or child molest um but he like he stole and he's been in prison and they're like oh did you meet him before and she's like no no during so i just it's really embarrassing because i don't want you guys to judge me i want you to trust that like you know because of the business that we're in like i want you to trust me they're like of course you spend so much money with us like whatever you want to do girl yeah, and that guy's like, yeah, yeah, no, I know, yeah, this is real. And they're like, we've definitely never heard that, but, um, and if it's what's so funny about it is that I think I'm desensitized. Like, if somebody were to tell me that they were dating somebody in prison, I would not bat an eye. I'd be like, oh, cool. Oh, I've <laughs> you, you, I've watched too many seasons of this, Chris. It is completely normal to me. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I've watched so many seasons of this, but not really all of them, but enough seasons to be like, it's not normal. And I wouldn't be happy or think that this person has made a good choice in their life. Because I ultimately think as much love as you might even have for someone, someone who comes immediately out of prison always goes through a lot of turmoil of like realizing things. And there's just, there's not a, you can't, except for extreme circumstances, you cannot tell me like he already has a family or whatever, that a person wouldn't benefit from um, some stability and finding oneself and focusing on you know work and therapy how that wouldn't be better than jumping into a new relationship so anyway (laughs) no you're right it it, you're right I but I at the same time would be like well let me know how it goes yeah I would be like you know but never but not we're not friends oh you wouldn't be friends with them I would think twice So, um, the, (laughs) (laughs) so she goes on a, she goes on Delta, honey. Okay. Let me just tell you, I'm taking it away from Uh, so she gets on a Delta flight, honey. They like check her bags and they like, give us a little like weigh moment where they weigh her bags like 53 pounds. And I clocked that because I'm like, okay, it's 50 pounds. Delta's 50 pounds. They sometimes give you 51. I know this very well, but she gets 53 and I'm like, that's crazy. But okay, God bless. And I'm like, is she going to pay extra for that, for that pound? Is someone going to talk to her about that pound? But no one talks to her. They never, they just show it. Okay. So then she gets on the plane and I know it's Delta. Like they show the insignia. Like I know Delta very well. Like I'm I'm a club member. It's fine. But then, my God, she, like, gets off the plane. And then they're like, oh, so your luggage didn't make it. Yeah, it's, like, heavy. So the thing is, like, if it's heavy, it gets pulled off and you can't really do anything about it. It's, like, it's like a policy. In my mind, I'm like, why wouldn't you just have this woman, like, at that moment, have the, have the ability to take two pounds out if that's a real thing? Then they're like, but we'll have it come a different time. I'm like, well, if it can come a different time, why can't it come now? I mean, like, you know, I would have, like, lost my goddamn mind hearing this horrible man who won't even like who they like changed his like voice and everything like and i knew that was delta the whole time I'm like this is bad on delta and then while she's having this conversation some asshole in the line behind her is like well i was coming from lax and then like well, we in my luggage and she's like excuse me i'm obviously still very much being helped right now and he starts talking shit to her and she's like what are you talking about to me and i'll be like oh i hate flying and this is why and 
right now as we speak as well and i record this episode basically there's like no flying happening in america and all the flights are canceled it's like the biggest news ever anyway wah. Okay. So one, I love flying. I've never had, uh, I haven't had these like bad experiences. And if I have, it's never been on my dime. It's always been on my job's dime. So I've never had to like really stress. I'm like, Oh, if I have to get a hotel, my job is going to pay for it. Um, but the fine print nonsense. Yeah. Why didn't they tell her the, and then also, this is my thing. If you are a traveler, one of the very early things that I learned as somebody who traveled was that you always need to carry the most important things on you. And you also need to have an extra pair or two of underwear and socks and a shirt, toothbrush. You need to have your essentials in your carry-on because if they lose your fucking baggage, then at least you have something to live off of until you can figure things out. And so for me, I'm just like, you're too old to have this happen. Like, this is like the, the what? I mean, I don't know. The, those people who just love to be hands-free when they're traveling, I'm just like, you're a fool. And one day this is going to catch up to you. I, if I don't have, I need to have a, a carry-on, period. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you are absolutely right. I mean, no, you, you could have a, here's the thing. You're dumb. If you're dumb, if you don't want to do that, because you can literally have a fanny pack. They have things that you can just like have like a, a crossbody. I mean, you don't even have to really even put it in your hands, but to not have those things around you. I mean, it's not smart and you're going to pay the price. I will also tell you my favorite luggage tip is if you can to get an air tag. Now I will tell you one other thing about Delta, because you know, my Delta like fiend is that Delta actually tells you every time you're bag goes on the flight you were already on. So as you're sitting on a Delta flight, you'll say bag number 5212 was just whatever thrown onto flight 1233 as you're sitting there, you know, like, you know, your bags on the flight and, or always, if you can get an air tag in your business. Now, Apple makes them. Now here's the thing. There are some problems with people putting air tags. I see you Monique to try and like stock people. Monique from, it would be a great idea for Monique. A way to stock people is to put air tags on them. So if Monique wants to stock whoever Monique's with. Oh, stock. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what? I don't understand. No, air tags, but put air tags in your luggage and that way you can always see where it is. So that's my little tip to you. You're welcome. Happy 2023. Yeah. So, um, she gets, finally gets her luggage at at one in the morning. So she doesn't have to wait till the next day and everything is okay. She leaves the house like a 1980s mom with like these curlers in her hair. And listen, I love it. I love to see non-black women actually show themselves. Like black women often show a, like bonnets, like things that you do to yourself when you're asleep. There was a moment in time when all women put stuff in their hair to go to sleep. But then there was this like divergence of that. And now like there's like women who don't, people, women who just slap it in a ponytail and go to sleep. And then there's women who like still put their curlers in or still do some kind of something so that when they wake up in the morning, they can style their hair. So I love to see curlers in, a, in, in the hair of a woman who I wouldn't see them do anything to their hair besides just curl it in the morning, like spend an extra hour and a half, like in front of a mirror, almost burning their ears and their fingers trying to curl their hair. 
Wait, especially in this hotel room that she has. It was like, you have no counter space. Also, please, while look at the hotel room, look at the art on the walls. There's like a bass right above her head that she had to sleep. And then some weird cameo that they'd even- Yeah, like a wall. silhouette. Oh my God. This is horrible. Okay. Correct. Anyways, I just love to see it. I love to see that. Like, I just feel like this is real. This is the height of femininity. And that turns into that. So then, yeah, she really like, she has thick ass hair and really chunky highlights. And it's a look, honey, that she, this is it's holding on to. So she puts, yeah. So she, in the car, gets her cur curlers out. She has like a very like thick hair bouffant. Um, she puts mascara on. I think it was Mab Maybelline Great Lengths. I'm not quite sure. Um, she has her Gucci belt and she waits for him and he starts walking out, honey. And um, it's not fast enough. You know, uh, we get a good aerial shot of him and he has boxes and he throws them to the side and, uh, you know, we're all in this together. Thank you. So <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I want to be as optimistic for them as they are for each other right now. They're very excited to see each other. And I can't wait till the next scene where she's like, I get to have sex with my best friend. Like I just, I, I, I cannot wait for all of the shenanigans to ensue. Because um, as we've seen in previews, he's like actually quite shocked about her financial situation. So it's like, this is about to get only get better. Yeah, like I feel like she has like a crazy fantasy that he's just going to come out, never steal again, do exactly what she what she wants, which is like work underneath her and also do this one very specific job and he'll be happy just living with her. And like, I can't wait till he sees how drunk she is all the time. And if there is a God, we'll see a scene between him and that weird neighbor with whatever in his mouth. Maybe it's still there. Maybe he's just <laughs> still chewing on that nut. We'll see. Um, I <laughs> Jake, Jake from uh, Maddie and Poodle, like Jake from Reality Gaze said that he he was he, he was like he's like oh it's disgusting if that's like a cyst or something like can we just assume that he just finished eating a peach and is a peach pit in, the, in his cheek I don't, I don't oh god and the way that she just manipulated him like you know like just in case he's like a bad guy like i still have you to like protect me also like thank you so much for coming over and helping me take care of my dog yeah because you're cute and convenient and he's like convenient you know, like is might be true, but the rest of it is false. <laughs> he just waits for her to get drunk enough and to pass out to like cop a feel or something. I feel like he's not a good one. I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't trust him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, he was one thing. Did you hear, um, by the way, when he came out, he said that he was confused a little bit when he saw her because, okay. He said this thing. Oh, this is what he said. So when she first started talking to him, she was like, before you even see a picture of me, you have to stop talking to every other woman. It's like, you have to stop talking to them. You have to only talk to me. And he was like, who is this crazy banshee? Like, tell me I can't talk to any other woman unless it's her. But then he's like, okay. And then she sends him a picture. And then he's like, whoa, it's her eyes. Like, they really got me. And then he hasn't talked to another woman since. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And like... Also, they do seem like really into each other. So I'm happy for it. I'm happy for them in that in that moment. Um, I know there's going to be shenanigans that are going to ensue, but I'm happy for them in the moment that they like each other. They find each other attractive, that he he says he's overwhelmed. And when he says he's overwhelmed, I'm like, great. She needs to like be aware of that. He's you know, it's a beautiful day, too. And if the simple green of the beautiful day is overwhelming to him, then he's got a lot he's got to plan for truthfully she's like um, what do you want to do today he's like anything yeah 
literally i've been away for 13 years can you like show me what do phones look like now i mean like what happened in 2009 like what was what was 2009 fashion he's like i mean was this was the simple life still on tv was was this the era of like you know flavor of love like what it was happening in 2009 chris like it's so long ago i know i think it's like a 2009 like rihanna ha- is still making music <laughs> there's no fenty beauty like let me just google what happened in two <laughs> i've already looked it up okay. um oh god this is all boring world stuff where's the pop culture shit oh i don't know oh no oh my god what was what was popular in 2009 um stupid stuff okay barack Obama? president yeah, yeah. Obama, so he f- f- completely miss- mixed it, missed it. Bitcoin, Bitcoin network was created. Bitcoin mm-hmm. had just started, so uh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what was the what was the two? Let me look at. Okay, what was the iPhone in two thousand and nine? What was the iPhone? What which iPhone? Which iPhone? No, but Christian Ronaldo was a big Oh, deal. my God. <laughs> iPhone 3G? What does that mean? <laughs> Three? How old is the... Uh, in iPhone 3 in 2008. It, oh, my God. It was like the iPhone 3, girl. Oh, my God. So big. Or <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, there was an Italian earthquake? <laughs> Like, what did, I mean, just, I don't know what to tell you. The laptops were big, you know, they were big and heavy. Um, camera phones weren't that great. They were still there. They were around. You know what You know what happened in 2009? That meme of that black man who's standing somewhere with his, like, like this? Oh, okay. Glasses on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, God. what was trending on Twitter? What was the tr- What was trending on Twitter in 2009? I mean, it's a whole year. Okay, well, I think that we did a lot of research for you on our phones in this past four minutes of a 2009 wormhole. I think that you can see that no one else will do the work that you'll get here on Docky Sweeties. And so um, thank you so much for listening. Do you have anything else to say about this episode, babe? Uh, Yeah, I'm thinking, looking at the top trends. Um, What? I'm sorry, what'd you say? (laughs) Stop it. Okay. Uh, Iran, there was a lot of things happening with Iran in 2009 um let's see american idol was one of the big show glee glee was popular okay glee okay glee was popular in 2009 mm-hmm. so he missed hashtag me too you know he missed that oh um yeah. true blood was popular oh wow a long okay. time ago um new moon the second uh movie from the twilight series girl I mean, avatar was released also avatar was the biggest movie twilight came out that was so long ago. Did Michael Jackson die in 2009? Oh, Lord. Jesus. Tiger Woods, Christian Bale, Iran, election, swine flu. Swine flu was in 2009. Oh, anyway. That was cute. So, you guys, a lot happened in 2009. So, Travis, I mean, he's he's in a whole new world, you know? A brand new place. I never knew. Well, so... Listen, it's about to be 2023. 
So we're going to catch you all up to speed. And Travis, I guess, um, as we just just full sail into the next year, full sail. So um, thank you so much, by the way, for not only listening to us in this podcast, but also, you know, taking some time out of this very special end of year between happy holidays and New Year's to just have some time with your friends, Docky Sweeties, Juan, Chris, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to spend more time with us, you can follow us on our social medias. That is Instagram at Docky Sweeties or TikTok and Twitter at Docky Sweeties one. If you want to see our faces, including fun pictures that we have put up, uh, you can. Wow. How? Please. Um, you could do that on patreon.com slash docusweeties. It's $10 a month. You would see the visuals of what you are listening to right now. And you would get some extra content from us at some point in our, in our time. And um, it's it's just, I mean, it's really great. It's really great. You would support us, support our editing. You know, like it's, it's, it's a really great thing to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we appreciate you very much. We have first Monday lives coming up. So mm-hmm. um, when we talk about that, that'll be hopefully January 2nd, which is the first Monday of January. Um, other than that, uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for all your comments and rating us five stars. Happy New Year, babes. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.